What up, folks, and welcome to another episode of In the Area Podcast. Kazow! Your weekly source for wisdom nuggets. Today, I am joined by Andres Lynch. What up, Andres? Thank you for uh, coming on the podcast, man. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Andres uh, was born in Chile, but has lived all over the world internationally. I was hoping to use this time to learn learn some of the experience that you had abroad and maybe some of the lessons that you learned living internationally and how it translates into moving into a place like Vail, which is a relatively small town with a population of 5,400. Had our first snow yesterday, so you could definitely say the magic is in the air. In the Area podcast is made possible because of curious listeners like you. We are on a mission to collect wisdom nuggets and share those nuggets with the world. So if you're enjoying the content, please subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Instagram at IndieAreaPod for that deeper experience and enjoy today's episode. Let me just make sure I'm getting it right because I want to make sure I got the countries right. Chile. Yep. Australia. Yep. Brazil. Yep. Canada. Yep. United States. And Germany. Yep. Am I missing one? Switzerland? No, Did you live in I, Switzerland? That, no, that's where I lived. These no, are permanent these are permanent yeah, places of residence. Like for a long time. So but, wait. But I've worked in like uh so I worked in Switzerland and when I graduated yeah, there's another story. <laughs> when I graduated from Boulder, I worked in Barcelona wow. with a tour company. Yeah, so anyways, we lived in Barcelona like for, what was it, two months or so, and mm-hmm. kids would take classes or, I don't know, six weeks. And then our, our job was like to give them tours around Barcelona and like around, uh, you know, the outside, you know, the outskirts of, you know, the coast, you know, so Sitges. We went to see Salvador Dali's house. Ooh. And so like it was, uh, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. That's insane. Yeah, it's <laughs> So where's your citizenship? Like what, what? So I got U.S. and Chilean. Wow. I got U.S. and Chilean citizen. So you're dual citizen. Yeah. How long yeah. have you had the dual citizenship? Oh, for a while, man. Uh, since the early '90s. Early '90s. It, where are your parents from? My dad's from London. He's from England, uh, he, and uh, my mom's from Chile, and they met in Chile. And my father's a, he was in the mining business. So that's why the reason, you know, he was in Chile. But prior to that, there's a lot of copper in the north of Chile. Uh, that's why he moved around so much. And prior to that, he moved around to many countries. And so that's why the international. Wow. In the copper business. Well, yeah. Well, mining. So whatever. So there's not just mine, copper. No, mining. And, he, you know, we lived in Canada, I think. In Canada, it's a lot of nickel, and you know he'd work in Russia, and you know. Whoa! I remember. I remember when we were like uh, when I was in junior high here, or maybe I was high school. He would, you know, he'd work in Russia, you know, and he would come back, you know, go for like two weeks, come back, and it was pretty intense. Wow! Yeah, he's very, you know. They're my both of them. They're my role models. Like they're just. Ooh. Hope to be like that one day. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, how would you describe your dad? Oh, he's stoic. So he's a five in the Enneagram. Mm. A five is an investigator. So he's a, he's a very, you know, stoic uh, gentleman, you know, and very knowledgeable, knows his game really well. It's very, he, he would be more the T, right? And the, 
<laughs> what does that mean? Oh, the, the thinker. Team, right. What does that mean? So he would be. He's an he's an N as well. For the for those who might not know. Oh, he you he. Know. You know what you touched on it before. You know, and 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 the J too. The the judger. You know, he would he takes his time. Hmm. With his decisions, you know, he plans and plans very well. So, yeah. So, very methodical. Methodical, stoic, you know. Yeah, great role model. I mean, just, you know, he's he's been always there for me and for, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And my mom is, you know, she's a, she's a queen, you know. So, so it's a king and queen. It's, they're... You know, it's pretty, pretty, I was very fortunate, you know, I'm very fortunate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, so they've, you know, they're here in Colorado and that's one of the, it's nice, you know. It's one oh, of that's the, a blessing. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. And uh, so grew up in Chile, seven, moved to Australia, Brisbane, yeah. doing mining operations, like that was always going on. Would your dad ever take you to work? Would you ever go into the mines? Sometimes when I was older, like when I was doing my MBA in Chile, you know, he, I would, I would, you know, kind of go and, uh, you know, explore. But I remember he'd always try to explain to me, like, the mining business and just, it just, it was just not, it didn't go <laughs> It didn't click, yeah, it yeah. It didn't click. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, there's so many times driving down I-70, talking about smelters and the <laughs> chemicals and, oh, I'm sorry, but it's just Yeah, you would try to understand, but it was just like, what the hell are you talking about? You got to go with what you know. But, <laughs> That was not entering no. La Cabeza. Wow, and La Cabeza. That's the head in Spanish. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good oh, job. That's funny. Good job. So yeah. you you grew up bilingual too. I mean, not just bilingual, yeah. I guess multilingual. Well, Try. So, yeah. So one day when I, we were living in Canada, it was after Australia, right? I came mm-hmm. home. I was like, I'm not, here's a funny anecdote. My mom, I'm not going to talk in, in Spanish anymore because I don't like it. And my mom was an English teacher, you know. She worked, she was like a corporate English trainer, right, in South America, in Chile. So she spoke English perfectly and everything. She was like, I'm not going to talk. So I came back to in Canada from school one day. I was like, I'm not going to talk this stupid language. I don't want to speak Spanish anymore. I'm, you know, I think I'm all cool and everything because I speak English. And yeah, like, huge. All my friends are speaking English. Like, she, was, and she said, very well. You don't speak Spanish? I don't understand you. You can't. If you're hungry, you know, I don't. how am I supposed to know if you're hungry? I guess you, you know, I guess we won't be able to communicate. You know, and I think I was like eight, nine, and my mouth just drops. I was like, oh, ah. So from that day on, like, I kept speaking, you know, I, I kept speaking Spanish. Wow, that's really funny. You got to get that food. She hit it right. She, <laughs> she got the food. <laughs> she got the food out of you, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no comida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need that shit. Yeah, you can't get that taken away. No. So, but it was good. But uh, I, uh, so I was in Canada. It was kind of weird too because I, uh, I think I was there three, almost four years. Every we lived in Toronto, so everything is you know everything was bilingual with French, English, and French. And so, like, I studied things in French for I don't know three years, right? So it's somewhere back there. <laughs> so when I was going home, I was kind of. I had a jumble in my brain with like all the languages, you know. Wow. So, what language do you think in? So when I'm around other people, you know, if we're speaking English, maybe I'll be thinking in English or, mm. you know, Spanish, you know. Wow. But yeah, I I love you know to. I I do it anyway. So like it's just like I have to take it as a strength, right? Totally. Or like as a, 
a check. I can't get down on myself. So oh no, yeah. So embrace but, the things, yeah. You know, so and it's kind of you know like. That happened to me in Germany, you know, like I started sometimes thinking in, in German wow. and in Brazil, you know, was, even though I was going to like an American, you know, school and stuff, it was a lot of Portuguese. I sometimes think in, not very often, but yeah, in Portuguese. So, yeah. Jokes in Spanish, you think humor in Spanish? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm only asking because I hear you joking all the time in Spanish. Uh, yeah, but well, both, you know, like it's crazy. Okay. It's it's. I still don't understand. Maybe that's what kind of draws me about teaching Spanish because, mm -hmm. like, just the theory behind it, right? Like, exactly. What are you dreaming? You know, what do you what do you think? And you know, so well, a joke is a, uh, you know, yeah. I, I joke in both. <laughs> Again, it depends with who I'm with. You know? Yeah. But like, but yeah, no. I think that's super rich. Like, just language is so much culture, right? Oh my gosh! And so, so there's certain things that you we can't say in a different language. You know, English yeah. speakers can't say like in a different language. I know. Same as like Spanish, same as German, same as Portuguese. So it's just like different worlds. I think. Wow, that's it. Yeah, no, I agree. Because like, there's so much shit too in life. Like, I just speak English. I speak some Spanish too. Good. Um, well, we're gonna. I wanna. We're gonna work on. It. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, yeah please, por favor. It's important. But. So, um, yeah. I feel like there's so many experiences that I have that are beyond words. And I wonder that if I spoke more languages, maybe I'd have, like, I'd be able to describe that feeling better that I had that I, I think now is beyond words. Sure. Do you play any instruments? Piano. Oh, yeah, totally. Maybe good that's, point. That's a language, right? Mm. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you in English. And I'll hear your music one day. Yeah, yeah, that's my soul. Honestly, sure. when I'm feeling, like, really down yeah. or sad, I feel like I can best express myself through music. I got I got a little electric keyboard in yeah, my my living nice. space right here. Cool. Um, so yeah, that's it's a great way to express you yeah. know feelings for me. Great for sure. Great. Well, that's good that you can express them. Yeah, not everybody can. Yeah, I know. Can you? Sometimes, sometimes. I think that's what I think maybe traveling around kind of does to you a lot from like a child psychology and just like adolescent psychology is like you don't know how long you're going to stay in a country so or it's you've been moved you've moved around so much it's just you kind of kind of I guess like there's that word disconnect again you know mm. so you kind of uh, disconnect sometimes wow yeah I can't really imagine because uh you know, I got to, I never made a significant move until yeah. college. So I got to oh, cool. establish roots. That's great. Where I was. And I don't know anything else. Like, I, I guess I, you know, went to college and I moved somewhere else. But I very much feel the roots in Houston, Texas, where I'm from. So I wonder, do you, do you feel rooted to any place? Have you ever felt that? It's, it's, uh, I think maybe Colorado, you know, I mean, not a hundred percent, but like, it was, it was, you know, it was like the early teens, right? So I was uh, half, part of me, if I would say any, anywhere would be Colorado. You know? Wow. It's kind of strange. I did, you know, yeah, teenage years a little bit. Then undergrad, you do a lot of stuff during undergrad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you, I came back and, you know, I, 
And now I'm back. I think this is the fourth time I'm back in Colorado. Mm -hmm. So it's like it. it it's know. a place you keep returning to. Yeah, and and here in Vale, it's it's you know it's it's very good, very nice. Yeah, it's a special place. Totally, living yeah. in the mountains in the outdoors, the the great outdoors. Yeah, you know, the outdoors is great. I see you got your snowboard. Yeah, I'm a snowboarder. Very nice. I love I love a good powder day. That's what I that's when I feel like so like so in 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 my element. You yeah. know, super, um, super on the mountain. How about you? What do you prefer going really fast? You know, down runs or? Well, I I've tried to learn how to snowboard. I have a snowboard. <laughs> so my my uh, snowboarding is like it goes. You know, blues. That's it. But if it's a powder day, I'll take out the I'll take out the the skis, the fat sticks. You know? <laughs> the fat sticks, yeah. yeah. I'll take them out. And yeah, if it's, you know, if it's time to, to go have fun there. But like, you know, like also I enjoy like if it's a bad weather day or like it's, you know, poor visibility, taking out the snowboard and working on something, challenging yourself, right? Mm. And like using that helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, use that damn helmet, please. <laughs> Por favor. Por favor. El casco. ¿Cuál es el casco? What is the casco? Helmet. Oh, that's, oh, that's helmet. Casco, okay. yeah. See, we're teaching you guys some Spanish on this podcast. There we go. There we go. Podemos hablar en español, ¿no? Por supuesto. Por supuesto, of course we can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. I wish I could, I wish I could speak fluently in Spanish. It's a, it's, it's a good language, you know. I mean, all language, well, not all, but. It's a it's a it's a very used language, you know. I think it's like the fourth most spoken language in the world. Might be third. Might have to edit that one. <laughs> Why well, make you sound smart? <laughs> no, it's fine. We don't have to know. It's it's one of the top most spoken languages. Ever. But like you know, it's 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 a uh, yeah, it's spoken around the world, and it's it's it has a nice sound to it, you know. So yeah, I recommend listening to. Uh, you know, some news or like whatever in the background, some uh, just a, a Spanish-speaking TV channel, just mm. to have it in the background. What about yeah. some Spanish music? Can you recommend any Spanish music to our listeners? Sure, I'm old school, so <laughs> I'm not up to the to the to the to the ages right now. There's a really good uh, if you want to learn Spanish. It's kind of poetic. It's called his name is Silvio Rodriguez. So he was uh, he was big in the socialist revolution, you know, in Central America. He's not dropping the beats, you know. He's not house music. That's fine. But he's he's very poetic, and it's very uh, a lot of uh, revolutionary songs. And so there's also from Chile. I mean, we're talking, you know, back you know, sixties, seventies. Yeah. Violeta Parra, she's very good. How do you spell that? Violeta. Violeta is violet. So oh. V I O V I O L E T A Violeta Parra P A R R A. Oh. So Violeta Parra, she's also she's very poetic, like uh, revolutionary as well. It's just I don't know. I just heard those songs. Uh, Mercedes Sosa. She's she's uh, Argentinian. She's like uh, the Aretha Franklin of Argentina. Whoa. So just Merced. Mercedes, like the oh, like Mercedes. Oh, like the car that we drive, oh. right? <laughs> you and I, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, not yet. Uh, <laughs> and Sosa, like Sammy Sosa. Oh, cool. Current day in Chile, Father Muckers. Have you heard of these guys? Who the Father Muckers? No, I haven't. Oh, dude, they're, they're cool. They're, they have yeah? a funny name. Yeah, they're, they're from based out of Chile, yeah. If you're listening, check them out. I think the song is 20, 
22 or something like that. See, um, that that's the deal. Like I'm kind yeah. of, I'm, I'm not, I want to be more hip. <laughs> you want to be more hip? Well, yeah. <laughs> the um, father well, muckers, huh? The father muckers, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, they're, they're cool, man. Um, Chile, I, I, I have a really cool vision of Chile. Like when I think Chile, I think of like really big mountains and, you know, next to the ocean too. And I think uh, good food. That's kind of my. That's when when I think Chile. Like that, those are the kind of images that yeah. come to mind. Are right, in sensations. Am I correct on that? Like, is that how you sure. think of Chile? Well, it's huge, right? Like at the north, it's desert, and south there's ice caps, which is kind of mind blowing. Yeah, but it's got it's got uh, different regions, right? So it's got separated into different regions, and like the northern Santiago is pretty much in the middle. And uh, where I used to work, where I used to work, um, it would be about, you could ski like during the day. And then some people would like, you know, they would brag that they could like, oh, I could be surfing like in the afternoon, which you could do, right? Like you could drive down um, so or in the evening, right? So that would be like an hour and a half to two hours. But it's huge. Like in the north, I say deserts. And, and as you go up Chile, like it, What's amazing about it is that geography just changes so much. It's like it's a different country. Um, and if you go down south, if you go south of Santiago, there's there's a lot of farms, farmland, and then there's campo, right? There's campos. Mm. Campos are farms. And then there's the lake region that's just uh, very green and a lot of lakes, a beautiful, huge forest. And then, you know, keep going down south. Uh you have Torres del Paine. I don't know if you, it's a national park. Well, there's a couple, but Torres del Paine is, is amazing. And then south of that, there's ice caps. Wow. And so within those regions, there's really different types of people. Like they're, you know, you've heard like, in the sense that, uh, you know, have you heard like, as you're closer to the equator, people are a little warmer and they're like a little oh, friendlier. Oh, no, I actually haven't heard that. Chile from Argentina is very different because it has the Andes that separate it. Like the the also Argentina has like a lot of Italian influence, right? Mm. So you know, I didn't know that. I, I actually don't know the history of South America very well. So like in, in you know in the World War, you know World War One and World War Two, more in World War Two, a lot of people immigrated. The Italians went to Argentina, and a lot of Germans went to south of Chile. And some in South Argentina as well. So it's a mix, right? But, like, we got the German side. <laughs> or Chile. Chile did. And the Argentinians, you know, they got the they got That's the Italian side. So yeah. it's, it's different, you know. It's like yeah. a, it's different. But, yeah, no. So I grew up only there for when I was young. And then I did an MBA there. But I feel, I feel Chilean sometimes. I feel American sometimes. One of, one of the deepest questions uh, that I, I actually enjoy asking people because I like to hear their answers is, do you think life is meaningful? Oh, yes. Of course. You know, especially when we start, like, thinking about not ourselves, right? Especially we have a, a, a higher purpose, right? A bigger goal. You know, that's not just to have, you know, you know not just to have fun, right? I think, you know, also meaning changes, you know, different decades, different experiences. Mm. So, yeah, of course. Of course it's meaningful. Well, and you talk about higher purpose. What does that mean? 
your why, you know? So why, why, uh, why do we get up? Why do we, why are we here, you know? Why? I think once, you know, it's, it's, once you make those decisions, you know, of being very clear on your why, other things, you know, the details, the things that bug you, they're, they're small, right? Don't sweat the small stuff. Mm. If you have, like, your target, that is your why. But sometimes your why is uh, uh, wrong mm. <laughs> or it's disappointing, you know. It backfires, you know. That's how, sometimes that's how, how things are. But, you know, you ask one of the things, I think one of the things that I've learned is, you know, is just being persistent, you know, living around these, you know, different countries and just being persistent and no matter, you know, challenges, obstacles that you face, you know, jump over them, go through the walls or figure out a way to, you know, keep going. Wow. Yeah. Were there any things in there that we didn't touch on that? Treat others how you would like to be treated. That's every country, you know. Every country is a little different, but if you treat people with respect, you know, they will treat you back with you know, respect, and not everybody does that, so, and sometimes, you know, you know, you have to be patient, you know, to, like, keep on focusing on doing that. Wow. So. To treat others the way you want to be treated. Sure, treat everybody with respect. Respect everyone. Sure, respect everyone, and so. So, Andres, if you had an opportunity to get a message out to millions or billions of people, it could be a word, phrase, or anything, what would you say? I would say uh, be respectful to each other, be kind, and be grateful. Every day. Todos los días. Todos los días. Todos los días. And what's the importance of those qualities? Why is it important to... Uh, they're basic, and they're, you know, they're, they might sound simple, but they're not easy. You know, and uh, it's a keep it simple. It's a strong foundation. So that's what we should try to work for. Well, Andres, thank you so much for coming onto this podcast and sharing your wisdom with us. Zach, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And for all those listeners, I hope you guys were able to learn something and I hope you guys have a wonderful day.